the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. evening here in New York City, live and local, looking out at the rainy streets of Fifth Avenue. We got Sam Bellino behind the boards. Good evening, Mr. Sam Bellino. Good evening, Mr. Idala. You feeling good? I'm feeling good. I'm kind of glad we're not outside broadcasting yeah, in this Yeah, rain. we're going to talk about that in a minute. We got we got Joni here in the Hello. office, sitting on the other side of the desk. Giving you some energy. <laughs> um... He had fun with us last night. Come on, we, Matt. We were supposed to be uh, out in the streets today, but we uh, we called an audible, and um, we're going to do it. I got willing a week from tonight, next Tuesday, Times Times Square Tuesday. We'll be out, God willing, by the Red Steps. We'll see if the weather cooperates then, at least regarding precipitation. A um, lot going on. I, I was looking at the headlines. The uh, verdict came in regarding the Trump companies so there's no humans uh who are going to go to jail but the trump corporations were found guilty on I believe it was 17 different counts uh i know the lawyers there especially susan necklace who's a phenomenal uh trial attorney but she obviously had her work cut out for her um the name trump and a manhattan jury are not exactly best friends manhattan jury usually tends to lean uh to the left, and I don't think um, they're probably too fond of, of Mr. Trump. So I'm not saying they were not fair and impartial, but whether we like it or not, we all have certain prejudices we walk around life with. with um, and um, But again, it's I haven't spoken to Susan in a couple of days, but let me just tell you, I know I could speak for her. There's a big difference when hearing guilty and you have a human stand up and putting cuffs on them, and now they're going to prison for the first time in their life. Versus hearing guilty and it's a corporation that's guilty and may have to fork over a whole bunch of money. Um, obviously, it hurts the the, the Trump name. Um, I am sure that there will be a some sort of a spin uh, to this verdict by um, the president himself. Um, another breaking news that Alex Garrett misreported to me in the middle of I'm sitting here with a client. And, you know, I'll let him speak at the end of the show, but I'm sitting here with a client and uh, it's a potential client and he has a very defensible case and I'm really getting into the facts of the case. And all of a sudden on my phone in capital letters from Alex, my sports guy, Aaron Judge to the Giants and then the F word is next to it. (laughs) So now I have to figure out how do I check this out without like offending the client? 
And so, like, I go down and I'm like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, and I, I told a fib. I said, I, like, I was looking up something in the statute. And I'm like, I'm looking down and I'm at the post, I'm on Twitter, and I just see that there was this big offer made. But I'm like, no, if Alex said it, it has to be true, it has to be true. So obviously, thank God, as at this point, well, I shouldn't say thank God, that's a little much. But um, at this point, there's been a huge offer made to Aaron Judge by the San Francisco Giants. But he is, there's been no word of whether he has accepted or not. We'll talk about that a little later on in the show. Um, we had a very, you know, let's talk about a New York topic. Uh, nothing says New York um, as much as the Police Athletic League here in New York that has changed lives of young people um, for generations, literally. And today was the Police Athletic League luncheon. It's one of their regular uh, luncheons. You know, sometimes they have these gala events. Um, and then, but they usually do a uh, a monthly luncheon with a, with a guest speaker. And um, John Katsimatidis is really the man behind that, or, or the, the man you just heard on AM 970 a few moments ago. Uh, you know, he could he could brag about it on his own, but I'll brag much forcefully for him. You know, he really works so hard, John and his staff does, John Katsimatidis and his staff, to put these luncheons together. He gets Mutual of America to give us the space, which is a gorgeous space on the 35th floor in Park Avenue. And they donate all the food and the drinks. And it's it's a hard liquor bar in there as well if you choose to uh, imbibe. Uh, So every dollar that we put into those lunches goes right to the Police Athletic League and goes to those children. And tying in with that is um, was the keynote speaker today was my friend who's been on this show, uh, the Brooklyn District Attorney, Eric Gonzalez. And he basically told us what we know, which is, you know, the, the best way to fight crime in the future is to make sure we don't raise criminals and we make sure we give children the foundation to live a law-abiding life, a life where they can be productive members of society. And, you know, the interesting part uh, and, you know, I've heard it before. I've heard it from Eric Adams, the mayor. But hearing it from the district attorney who's so, you know, obviously entrenched with this issue is so many of the people, young people who turn to crime are the kids with learning disabilities that are not addressed. So they're in the classroom. They're struggling and they can't keep up. And no one, you know, it should be someone on the home front. Um, and because then if the teachers step in and you don't have the support on the home front, it usually doesn't work out. So they're, they're getting lost. They're falling behind. So how do they catch up even socially? They kind of become punks. They kind of, you know, they, they, they take the skills that they do have. Maybe it's strength. Maybe it's size. Maybe they're just cunning and they have street smarts, but they can't do math or they can't do English. Um, and instead of someone, you know, pulling them out and putting them in a special programming where they could figure out a way to uh, accomplish some educational goals. They turn to the streets and then they wind up turning to crime. And that was one of the things that uh, they threw out some crazy statistic that the kids who are in like the PAL, like high school programs, like the after school programs. Joan, you know what percentage of those kids get into college? What percentage, Arthur? 97% 97% get into Holy some, cow. right? That's what I said. That's unreal. I said out loud. I was like, wow, 
97% who go to the PAL, like college preparatory programs, 97% go to either, I guess, a two-year college or a four-year college. So it was, it was a delight to be there uh, I missed today. It today, and I was bummed. And Eric, uh, and, and Eric Gonzalez, he really did a great job. He was very educational. The big question I asked, he took some questions at the end, and the big question I asked had to do with the subways. And, you know, I was honest with him. I said, you know, first of all, he's the first public official pre-pandemic when crime was starting to creep up. He and I were alone. I, I actually think we were at one of the PAL luncheons, not where he spoke, but just where he appeared, where he said, if we lose the subways, we lose, we lose the city. And so I asked him, I said, Eric, you know, what, Mr. District Attorney, I called him, you know, what do we do? Uh, what are you doing specifically about crime in the subway? I said, you know, I'm the guy. I take the, the, the train on 86th Street to 36th Street. I transfer to the D and I go in. I said, and then when I'm going to come home, you know, my wife or my mother are begging me not to go on the train. And sometimes I do. But I will tell you, sadly, the one thing that I have on me that I don't want taken away from me is my my watch that my Uncle Angelo gave me. Uh, it was his and he gave it to me on his on my 40th birthday because he said he wanted me to wanted to see me wearing it while he was alive. He didn't want to pass it on to me when he was dead. Yeah, that's the one thing that I would be really bummed out if someone ever took that from me. So I told him, I said, Mr. D, I, I leave that in my drawer <laughs> in my office when I'm heading home. I was like, and that's just not cool. And a lot of people afterwards commented that, like, that was a great real-life example that you gave to that whole room. Um, because I don't know how many people in that room are really taking the subway home at nine o'clock at night, like I do sometimes. Um, and he, you know, he basically said, you know, all of these prosecutors now have to walk this tightrope of being tough on on crime, but like not being too tough on crime, and like uh, not being racist and not giving people second chances. Um, so. Um, but he, the answer he gave is like he basically has given his assistants the edict of any transit recidivists. That's how he called it. So it seems like, at least in Kings County, if you commit a crime on the train once, they may give you a little leniency. But once it's more than one time, they're going to come. Excuse me. They're going to come down a lot harder on you. So um, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, Joan, I know I you've wear, had... I use the crappiest bag. You see my gray bag. It's falling apart, but I use it because I won't take a good bag on the subway. Yeah, I... It's, you know, and, and he also, obviously, the Brooklyn DA tied in, you know, mental illness. And it's interesting, as we left there and we walked back to the office, there was a person on the corner, you know, just acting crazy. I mean, just crazy, screaming at people, like they, you know, total strangers and yeah. very sad. So um, we are going to do uh, a little bit about Times Square when we get back because the city is hopping. It is the Christmas season. We're going to have Tom here and I think we'll have Christine Nicholas. So uh, let's have a little bit of fun. Don't go anywhere.
New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River, just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, combines a cosmopolitan lifestyle with the security of knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for wonderful. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit at riversedge.org. Make sure to tune in this and every Saturday at noon to hear the lead guy, Nick DeMauro, Executive Director and CEO of LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, speak with experts, educators, and law enforcement about important issues affecting you and your children. Catch the new show, Battling Drugs and Violence, with the lead guy on AM 970 The Answer for topical information and insights from experts waging the battle against drugs and violence in your community. Let's talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan. We all know that planning for the future is important, and you need to make sure that your family is protected if you're incapacitated or if you depart us. If you're not around to make decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. Connors and Sullivan will instruct you as to whether... You need a trust. You definitely should have a will, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will. They will sit with you, talk about your assets, talk about your desires, and put together an estate plan. Their goal is to always protect your rights, your interests, and those of your family. They've been doing this and helping people just like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. And they're so gracious with their time. They are willing to give you a free consultation with no obligation. So just call Connors and Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what Mike Connor says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Dear old Coney Isle, if there you chance to be When you're at the Waldorf, have a smile and charge it up to me Mention my name every place you go As round the town you roam Wish you'd call on my gal Now remember, old pal When you get back home Give my regards to Broadway Remember me to Herald Square Tell all the gang at 42nd Street That I will soon be there Whisper of how I'm yearning To mingle with the old-time draw Yeah um, well, to all 
We're going to talk about Broadway. We're going to talk about Times Square. Um, a little bit of a personal note. Many of you know that my grandfather was a legendary boxing judge, and I don't <clears throat> say that lightly. I think he judged uh, well over 200 fights, uh, maybe over 300 fights. I always get his record and my father's record mixed up because if you go in box rec, B-O-X-R-E-C, and you put in my grandfather's name, it's like the total number of uh, fights that he judged, and I believe, I know he refereed one, told me, because Bill was like, yeah, your grandfather's referee. I was like, no, he only refereed one. I remember him telling me he got covered in sweat and spit and blood, and he never wanted to do that again. But there's a number of how many he judged, and then if you put my father's name into the pacer um, system, which is the the system that tracks federal court filings, uh, their numbers are, are similar. They're in the hundreds. Those are just the federal cases. My dad did dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of state cases over the years. But um, so I, I say with humility, my calling my grandfather a legendary boxing uh, judge, but he did he did warrant a uh, a big obituary in the New York Times. But today we lost a boxing legend, Mills Lane. He was a boxing referee. Um, He was famous with the phrase, let's get it on. He was 85 years old. Um, He was a lawyer. I believe for a period of time he was actually even a judge. Uh, He was was a short, bald guy who, um, he was the referee when Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's uh, ear off. Which that was uh, that was a little interesting, and then he went on to he had a little syndicated. Well, it wasn't that little. He ran for three seasons, uh, Judge Mills Lane show. So um, uh, he he left us at eighty five years old. And one more thing, I want to touch base on just to give us a little bit of warning. This morning, I don't know around ten thirty or so, I um, I get a call on my phone, and it comes up like probably spent. No, it didn't. It didn't come up. So it just came up as an unknown number. Now I have like literally five thousand numbers saved in my phone. So when most people call me, I have their numbers. But there are sometimes there are new clients or new lawyers that I don't have their their um, phone number. And so I said, let me answer it. So I answer it, and um, it's a pre-recorded. Um, message and it's a woman that says this is a call from amazon oh no and your account uh we we see suspicious activity and again this is an automated call um so it's not a live person uh and it shows the purchase of a macbook pro um and an iphone for a total of i don't know eighteen hundred dollars or something along those lines so now while this is going on, um, I'm looking at my account online and it doesn't show any of that. And then it says, you know, if you did not make these charges, please press one. So I said, all right, let me go along with the game. Now, at this point, I'm pretty confident it's a scam. But I pressed the one and um, very, very quickly, a gentleman with a pretty significant accent gets on the phone and starts telling me, sir, you know, uh, yes, uh, did you try to buy a, a, a laptop? And uh, I was like, no, on Amazon? No, he goes, well, your, your account has been hacked. You have to stop using it immediately. Um, you know, we have to uh, reverse these charges. He goes, what, you know, uh, what device are you on right now? I said, I'm on a phone. Okay, are you on a smartphone that you could activate your account? I said, no. I said, I'm on just a regular phone. He goes, it's not a smartphone? I was like, no, now I'm lying to him. I'm like, no, yeah, it's just a regular phone. And then he says, um, 
okay, uh, well, how do you get on Amazon? I said, I use my laptop. He goes, okay, I need you to get on your laptop now. And I said, well, um, I said, I'm not home right now. Uh, so I don't have my laptop. He's like, well, I need you to, to be with me on the phone and get on your laptop. And this way we could access your account. Now, obviously, you know, he's God knows what he's going to try to do and allow me to give him access to things and steal from me. Basically, he's going to try to rob me in some fashion or another. Um, so eventually I just I literally just hung up mid sentence. But I, this is just like a warning that. uh this, you know, this is going on and it, it's gone on and I've had people call me and they have been scammed and they have been swindled and some for significant amounts of money. So, you know, just, just, it's my word of caution. It's my public service announcement today. Joan? Yes, we have Times Square Alliance on the air and we also have Nicholas and Lenz. We have Broadway Association, Nicholas and Lenz, Christine. So we have Tom Harris and Christine Nicholas. Hi, guys. Hello, Hi, hello. Good evening. Happy, t- oh, happy Tuesday. I'm, I'm looking out Is the window now, Tuesday? Tom. Uh, today's Tuesday. I'm looking out the window. It's actually not raining now, so we would have been like a little wet, but not soaked. At least well, we still got plenty of show left, but hopefully, Tom, I know the you equipment have, would have been soaked. I know you have a lot of power over there, Tom, over at Times Square. Can you just check out the weather for... Uh, for, for next Tuesday, please? Well, well, all I could tell you is that I'm looking out of the window. There's not one umbrella up. There are people cheering in Times Square. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just the, the sun always shines in Times Square, Arthur. Well, <laughs> well that's saying a lot. Christine, well, thank you for finding time to be with us. Talk to me. What's going on? Yeah. What's new in the world of Christine? Oh, my God. It's not in the world of Christine. It's in the world of Caroline Hirsch. I mean, there's breaking news here, Arthur and Tom. You're aware that Caroline Hirsch, who has uh, really been a trailblazer for world-class comedy production, 40 years in the business, 30 years in Times Square, right, at 49th and Broadway, and this is a typical landlord-tenant dispute. She tried to stay she wanted to, you know, stay to work things out, offered to stay for six months, a year, while the landlord wanted to find somebody who was going to pay the price he wanted to pay for basement space. Okay, let's face it. Uh, Caroline's is a great, great club, but it's basement space. And, uh, you know, she had to draw the line because if she's not anything, I mean, you know, what, she is an amazing businesswoman. This is why yep. she's been on top for 40 years. So she wasn't going to be taken for a ride uh, and decided, you know what, I'm going to have to close. So New Year's Eve in Times Square at Caroline's will be the last show at Caroline's on Broadway. Um, I'm so upset about this. She was on our show. We have to get her back on. Yeah. Yeah. And Caroline well, was a visionary. She, she had faith in Times totally. Square she before is a visionary. Before. She is a visionary. I just want to be clear. She is a visionary. She's not going anywhere except out of that space. Okay, let's be clear. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is important because this happens all the time in New York City. Landlords decide that they think that a space is worth much more than it is. And a business person has to finally say, yeah, basta. Enough is enough. Okay. And unfortunately, you know, <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, Christine, did you, Christine, hold on, hold on. Did you yeah. just say, yeah, basta? I said, yeah, basta, yeah, basta, which is an expression like enough is enough. Like, come on, we're not idiots. Which basically means, yes, it means. Last night. 
It means stop. It means stop in Italian. So when I would be a little kid in, in yeah, Italy yeah. and I would be smacking my sister around, my aunt would be like, yeah. Arturo, basta, basta. But I didn't exactly. realize you were going to be throwing that around. Uh, well, uh, my last name's Latigano. I mean, I was born Latigano. I mean, so I, I picked up a little bit of Italian along the way. Right? All right, listen, Kevin McCullough, Tom, is reporting to me right now. I'm driving through Times Square this very second, and it absolutely is raining. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, McCullough's okay. in his car. You're in, you're in an office looking out the window. Times Square where? Rain. I'm in Times Square, New York City. Where is Kevin? There's not an umbrella. There's not an umbrella up. There's people cheering in Times Square. I, 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 I don't know. And, and uh, maybe Kevin's just upset we didn't do the show. You know, frankly, between, between Kevin and between Arthur and between Tom, I love you. But, you know, the rain isn't going to bother your hair, okay? Let's face it, okay? Thank it's you. not like, but if we were out there, all right, I might want to, like, you know, just saying, uh, well, it is raining. Christine, Matt I was never worried called, that his hair I never would call frizz. the game unless I was on the field. You only call a game when you're on the field. So just getting back to Caroline, in her words, this isn't the end, it's the beginning, and I'm looking forward to, to her next chapter. And I'm really hopeful that she could find a space in Times Square. I'm, I am confident. I am confident comedy. that she'll do the right. Wait, hold on. I got someone calling me. Who who just called me? Who's on my uh, phone? Hello, Mr. Idala. It's Kevin McCullough, and I don't know where Tom Harris is, but I'm at 36 <laughs> and eight, and I see one, two, three, four, five, a dozen, two dozen umbrellas going up Eighth uh, Avenue as we speak. It's Umbrella Gate here on the Idala Power Hour. Is it raining or is it not? This is breaking here at uh, six twenty nine p.m. Oh, Matt okay, was afraid so Arthur, his hair was going to frizz. That's why we had Kevin. to postpone. Go ahead. Well, and, and Christine like makes a very post. good point. Arthur and I can survive uh, waterfalls like <laughs> no one's business because there's nothing to wash away. But for Christine, I, I give her I give her some grace here. She didn't want to be out in the sticky tonight. All right, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for calling in. I got a break for a quick uh, commercial here. Um, Christine and Tom, don't go anywhere. We'll we'll continue the pandemonium when we come right back. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be back with Tom and Christine in a second. I'm in a New York state of mind. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Coming up tonight at seven, Linda Perillo and yours truly talk travel. We've got a lot of deals for you and some very interesting insight from. Across the pond. Join us tonight at 7 for Travel Tuesday on Radio Night Live. Have you ever had a legal question about elder law or state law? Every Wednesday night during Kevin McCullough's show, you'll hear from Mike Connors himself of Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law, answering real listener questions. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer, and Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570 The Mission. This is Dennis Prager. Visit the Holy Land with me and Inspiration Cruises and Tours because no other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519. So you've heard me over the past month or so talking about Plaza College and court reporting and how cool it is. Um, it is very cool. Um as I always say, court reporters are just an essential part of what we do every day in the courtroom. 
Plaza College, just so you know, has been around since 1916. That's almost as long as Joan Pelzer's been around. (laughs) And not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies, hmm, we should do a whole show on the paralegal studies and how important it is, or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. Go to plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. We are back. We are live at 633 with Tom Harris, the president of the Times Square Alliance, and Christine Latigano Nicholas, since she just reminded us of that name that was it was rolled off everybody's tongue about Mm -hmm. Uh, During a certain very prominent administration. During NYC and company and uh, tourism and rebuilding after 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, I'm very proud. I'm very proud of, of, you know, having that, having uh, my father being Italian and just growing up and having the best food all the time. Arthur Avenue, Little Italy, you know, Mulberry. We were all over the place. What'd you do last night, Christine? What'd you do last night? I went to the NYC and company gala. Speaking of NYC and company, it was you know, this is a foundation that I started in 1999 when I was the CEO of NYC and Company because so many not-for-profits would come to us that were in the tourism space and they needed support or the boroughs, uh, they wanted to do stuff, but we didn't have that kind of funding to give out. So we said, let's raise the money, uh, which we did. And our first gala was at the Museum of Natural History, and we honored Mayor Giuliani and incoming Mayor Mike Bloomberg. It was in 2001, and it was after 9-11, and people were like, maybe we shouldn't do the gala, even though it was planned for a while before even 9-11. Maybe it's not okay. And I said, you know what? We need to do it for the, for the future of the not-for-profits and the wonderful art institutions that we want to support. That first year, Arthur, we raised almost a million dollars. John Tisch then became the chairman um, and said, if you're going to do this gala moving forward, you need to raise over a million dollars. So we did. And over the years, I mean, the, they've raised probably over 40-some-odd 40, 40 million dollars at these wow. galas to, you know, really support, in total, to support, you know, the not-for-profit art institutions all in every five boroughs. And they gave a video last night, and it was really wonderful to see over the years how, how many uh, wonderful um, 
places have, have benefited. The, the mayor um, poked his head in there last night, right? The mayor, the uh, lieutenant governor, Hope Knight from uh, ESD. Uh, you know, they, it was like a, a star-studded event, and rightly so, because tourism is going to be the economic engine that pulls us up out of this crazy post-pandemic world that we're living in right now. Um, you know, so really great honorees. Uh, Lloyd Williams, who's the head of um, the 125th, uh, you know, Harlem Chamber. Um, Shelly Fireman, a, a huge friend to AM 970 and, and has been on our show with Kevin McCullough on Fridays many, many times. He owns Bond 45. He's a restaurateur. Um, Brooklyn Diner, Brooklyn Deli, Trattoria dell'Arte, Red Eye Grill. Um, you know, just and, and by the way, all of the places that he runs and operates are all near cultural huge performing arts centers like right. at Lincoln Center, he's got Carnegie Hall, right. because, yeah, he understands the value of the arts and it goes hand in hand. Of course, you got to eat too. And, you know, he's got great Italian food. Steve, Steve Cuso from the New York Post was the one who presented his award, which was really lovely. And the mayor presented Lloyd Williams his award. Ellen Futter from the Museum of Natural History. She was, she was honored. Fantastic. Night. Yeah. So let me let me talk about a little bit of bad news with Tom, since he's the yeah. uh, the okay. retired inspector in the NYPD. That you know, some numbers came out yesterday about crime and in the month of November, um, and you know they're not great. Um, you know, some things went down like larcenies and I think auto theft, but other things went up, which are more of the personal crimes, felony assaults and robberies. Now you know, haven't gone up. Exponentially, they went up three percent here and three percent there. Um, let's focus a little bit on on where where I'm sitting in, in the Times Square area. Um, Tom, do you have any updates on the crime situation in Times Square? So we we look at our district, which is uh, from 40th Street to 53rd, 6th to 8th, and and comparing 2022 to 2019, which is right. pre-pandemic. So that's a that's that's a better comparison than comparing this year to last year when there were a lot less people around and we're flat so the mayor adams the new york city police department they recognize the value of times square of midtown and i think that they're starting to get the right recipe uh as as, as far as enforcement and then helping those in need of assistance so i think we're going to be moving in the right direction and i think you talked about the bad, but I believe in, in Chief Corey's last month, crime was down in November. So that's that's just something to, to take note of. We're, we're moving in the right direction, both in Times Square and in New York City. And we have Mayor Adams' vision and the hard work of the men and women of the New York City Police Department to thank for that. Just, just to give you guys an idea of Mayor Adams' hard work, and I know people, there was a whole piece on this in the New York Times, and actually I was in it quoted defending the mayor um, about his nightlife. But last night, right, he's at the Plaza Hotel with Christine, um, you know, at the New York City and Company Foundation's annual gala. So in the Plaza Hotel, right, so we're on basically 60th Street and 5th Avenue in Manhattan, and somehow or another, miraculously, he shows up at the Brooklyn Bar Association uh, event last night uh, in at El Carib in Mill Basin uh, to present Judge uh, Balter uh, an award. And then obviously he was very gracious with, with me as well. 
Um, you know, this is not a guy who's going home <laughs> at five o'clock and, and watching the latest episode of whatever's on Netflix. Is I don't know what's on Netflix. And he agreed to be on the show again, by the way. I stalked him. <laughs> yes, he agreed to be on the show again. So, Tom, <laughs> do you, do you... Arthur, ask him and Tom, ask him to come when we're outside in Times Square. What better way to send a message that Times Square is safe and Times Square is robust and, and wonderful as Tom has worked so hard to do and having him be at our at our show live next week. Agree, what do you think? agree, agree, it, Christine. It, it can't hurt to ask. How about that? So we will uh, yeah. we will do that. All right, guys, I'm going <laughs> to let you go. Um, Tom Harris, thank you for all you do in Times Square and God willing, we'll be together in person next Tuesday. And Christine <laughs> Ladigano, who's dropping Boster and a lot of Italian phrases on this show. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for finding the time. Positive note to end on a positive note. Well, go, one go, door buddy. closes in Times Square, two doors open. So it's, it's sad that Caroline's is closing, but Gordon Ramsay's Fish and Chips and the Mermaid Inn are going to be opening within the next week in Times Square. And uh-huh, it's 25 days to New Year's Eve. What, what is, um, obviously I know what Gordon Ramsay's restaurant is. What is the Mermaid Inn? The Mermaid Inn, it was the Oyster Bar. I think it's, it's opening up. It's a partnership with a la carte. Uh, it was up on the Upper West Side, and they're moving uh, to Times Square. My friend helped manage that, and I've got to get um, get those folks on our show. I love that place, and I go to brunch there all the time on the Upper West Side. So I can't wait, Tom, for it to be in Times Square. Tom, also tell us there's snow in Times Square. <laughs> oh, our show globes show. Yeah, we all, we have show in Times Square. So we have our show globes uh, back uh, for the third year on the the Broadway Plaza between 45th and and 46th Street. Uh, so we're very proud of that. Um, folks can go out there. We have a holiday market on Broadway between 47th and 48th. And our Shop Till the Ball Drops campaign, um, you can find out information about all of this on our website at tsq.org. And I'm seeing that the midnight moment is snow as well. This is like insane. Instead oh, of just rain, we got snow in Times Square. Yes. So, so we have – what people don't realize is – New Year's Eve isn't the only time to celebrate in Times Square at midnight. The other 364 days of the year, we have a midnight moment where over 100 screens uh, broadcast a public art project uh, throughout Times Square. So it really is a sight to be seen if you're in Times Square after a show or after a drink. There you go. All right, folks, here on the Idola Power Hour, you hear everything New York. Thank you, Tom Harris. Thank you, Christine Nicholas. We will see you next Tuesday you, outside. All right. Take care. So, Bye. I just I got a couple of minutes before I go to a commercial. I, I want to give you kudos, too. So okay, maybe do that. We'll a, do it after the commercial. We'll do it after. I wanna You're going to get a, a lot of kudos. I want to talk about a serious case. Um, you know, I'm never happy when anyone goes to jail. Well, that's not true. I take that back. I totally take that back. <laughs> Sometimes I am. Um, when, you know, really bad people go to jail. But Michael Avenatti has, what a, what a fall. I mean, this is a guy who was everywhere representing Stormy Daniels when, against Trump. This is a guy who said he was considering to run for president of the United States. Um, I think we're almost exactly the same age. Maybe he's a year or two younger than I am. And he was sentenced yesterday to 14 years in prison to run consecutively to the five years that he's already serving on the New York case. This is a California case. Um, he, and he's ordered to pay back $11 million. And I just want to read 
what the U.S. attorney said who convicted him. Michael Avenatti was a corrupt lawyer who claimed he was fighting for the little guy. In fact, he only cared about his own selfish interests. He stole millions of dollars from his clients, all to finance his extravagant lifestyle that included a private jet and race cars. As a result of his illegal actions, uh, he has lost his right to practice law in California, and now he will serve a richly deserved prison sentence. I will tell you, and then his lawyer, Dean Stewart, said the sentence was overly harsh and uncalled for, adding that his client described it in court as being off the charts. When compared with similar high-profile cases, the unfairness is glaring. I do agree with the criminal defense attorney. 20 years is a, is a little over the top. Let's see that it is an issue that can't be appealed uh, if the sentence is so egregious. So we will check it out. We're going to come back, talk about last night. We'll talk about some other things in New York City. We'll talk about the rest of the week on the show. So don't go away. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. My son, Finn, was born with congenital heart disease. He ended up spending about the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open-heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon. Starlight doesn't just give items that hospitalized kids can use to keep themselves happy, but also memories, moments, and experiences which are so needed in times like these. They allow sick kids to just be kids for a little while. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part to creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. No one wants to be under the weather. Now that it is officially cold and flu season, you don't want to fall victim to a nasty virus, whether it's the flu, coronavirus, or the common cold. Invite Health is here to help you make it through this cold and flu season with success. This week, we're focusing on promoting the immune system with powerful, clinically studied nutrients, and we're making this even easier for you by bringing you this limited time offer. Buy one of our select immune health supplements and get 40% off retail. Double up, buy two, and get free shipping. Call us now at 800-673-2345 to save on select immune health products. Again, that's 800-673-2345. One more time, that's 800-673-2345. Don't wait to make sure your body is protected. Support your body's immune defenses today. Invite health, get healthy, stay healthy. 
MyPillow is excited to bring you their biggest bedding sale ever and just in time for Christmas. For a limited time, get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98, and rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest discounts of the year that are happening now. They are also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gift for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code BRANDON or call 800-976-8379 and you'll get a huge discount on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98 and get all of your shopping done now while quantities last. MyPillow.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got no lights check is in the mail and your little angel hung the cat up by its tail and your third fiance didn't show sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always a lot of people know her name Crazy Allie. I'm very upset. I loved Cheers. Look who's talking. She um, she she died of colon cancer, right? Isn't that horrible? And apparently she was recently diagnosed. And then, so if there's a little warning here in today's day and age with modern medicine, modern medicine, get checked out, men. Make sure you get your PSA checked out. Make sure you get your colon thing. Yeah, that's 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 way too close now. That's way too close. So our condolences go out to her and her family, her daughters. Um, My is dad Alex... just got his colonoscopy yesterday, by the way. God bless. I'm sure um, he wants the world to know I'm that. I'm sure he does. Is Alex there? You know, Arthur, as... You freaked me out, Alex. Hey, you pulled the trigger too fast. As Desi Arnaz would say to Lucy... Lucy, you got some splitting to do. Yeah. And I really do, because I had heard from Bleacher Report that the Giants signed... Aaron Judge. And, you know, you're the first person I would really turn to because we're about to talk sports. We're getting hyped up for the sports segment. I'm sorry you were with an attorney, uh, with a client rather. But, you know, I thought I thought I could just, you know, get well, you Well, why don't you this, tell so. us what the truth is, what actually did happen? The truth is John Heyman of MLB Network misreported it. And, uh, of course, he misspelled his name to begin. All right, Aaron. well, just tell us what happened with, with, with Judge. Judge is not anywhere. Let's put it that way. The bottom line is Judge is yeah. not a giant or a Yankee. And so there are two deals on the table for him, one from the Yankees, one from the Giants. You know the numbers on either yes, one of those deals? Yes, I do. Deals? Giants, nine years, 360 mil. Yankees, eight years, 300 mil. So <laughs> that's a lot of money, I know. And so the decision's supposed to come down tomorrow. Yanks are in play. Giants are in play. That's where it stands right now. Wow. So it's, it's a big difference, $60 million that extra year. Um 
But, you know, we're talking about gross numbers. You have to look and see how those deals are broken down, uh, what's guaranteed money. So that even if he gets hurt, he still gets paid. You know, the devil's always in the details with these deals. So, um, all right, we shall see. And real quick, Alex, you got a quick World Cup update for us? Well, you know, Brazil had just an amazing game. And to be honest, the judge thing has totally distracted me from the World Cup. I got to be upfront about that one. So I will come back with you with a report on that. All right, you know, well, let's the, talk about the, it tomorrow, Alex. Get yeah. it together. And feel right? better, Alex. He wasn't so well over the weekend. That, too. I did see USA lose, though. That was rough. But Alex you know? is always in good shape. Um, Joan, let's talk real quick about last night. Let's talk about last night. What was well, Sambolino like could talk about it, too. Yes, I in can. the room, right, Sambolino? It was a, a great night. Sambolino and... even cut his hair for this event. Uh, yeah, he I looked, did it just for this event. He you looked, did. Uh, thank you, Sambolino. I mean, the mayor was there. The New York State Attorney General, Letitia James, was there. Uh, the two presiding justices, judges of the state of New York, uh, Judge Kaplan and Judge uh, Amica, were there. Um, the local Brooklyn judges were there, Judge Demick and Judge Nipel. It was and someone familiar uh, to us introduced the dais. His uh, name is Judge Cammons, <laughs> and then um, uh, Sweet Geraldo Rivera might move his whole life around to be there to um, introduce me. Uh, his he, speech it was, was very sweet. I mean, I got to tell a little bit of this. You guys can all check this out on Arthur's Facebook. We did a live. The way Geraldo talked about you, why he's friends with you. Honestly, I wanted to cry, and it made me realize why it's friend it, of Arthur it, and why it, people love you. So I was totally taken off guard. When, when Geraldo walked in, he goes, what do you want me to say? He goes, so I started a little. He goes, don't script me. Just give me the general essence of it. I said, okay, you want me to tell the truth? You want me to brag? I said, hey, you don't script <clears throat> Geraldo. I said, in, in, the, in your years, you've met millions of people. Tell them why you and I have become brothers. He's like, that's all I need to know. So I didn't know what he was going to say, and he, he stood up there, and he told a story. Um, it was his birthday, July 4th, the summer of 2011, and uh, he, I didn't know Geraldo that well. I knew him, but I, I think it was the first time I went to his house. Well, I know it was the first time I ever went to his house, and um, <clears throat> Mary and I were there. We actually just started dating, and there were, I don't know, 75, 80 people. There was a lot of people there, <clears throat> and they're going to go, excuse me, <clears throat> they're all going to go on Geraldo's big sailboat from Edgewater, New Jersey, to go watch the fireworks. So I'm watching all these people get on the boat, and there's a man there in a wheelchair. He like someone who was older than I was. He was probably in his 50s at that time, and he's in a wheelchair, and he's clearly not going on the boat. And I'm watching everyone leave, and this guy's in the wheelchair. And I'm like, I am. I looked at Mary, and I go, I am not going on this boat and letting this guy sit here all alone. Like, this is just not cool. Like, everyone's, like, partying, and they're raging, and they're getting on Geraldo's big ship, and, and they're going to go. And so I stayed back. And he was a total stranger. Now he's not. His name is Bernard, and he is someone who Geraldo rescued from Willowbrook in 1971. Yep. And um, he's part of Geraldo's, like, extended family. And uh, I stayed back and hung out with him, and he was totally, I mean, he's physically very impaired, but mentally sharp as a tack. The funniest part was at the time, I was in the height of working at Fox, as is Geraldo, and all he was telling me about how much he hates Fox, he thinks Fox is a, a big, uh, a horrible show, a horrible station. And then when we came back, Geraldo realized what happened, 
And I was one of his guests that he definitely wanted to come on the boat. And I, he was like, I don't know why you didn't come on. I said, Geraldo, I'm not going to leave some guy. Like, we're all sailing away. And because of his disability, himself, he can't do that. Yeah. So Geraldo told that story last night, actually nicer than I just told it. And, and he said, you know, when I saw that that was the kind of person that Arthur Idala was, you know, he turned out to be someone I just wanted to spend a lot of time well, and with. And he specifically said, this is a person you want in your life forever. And he knew at that moment that you would be in his life forever. Yeah, and, we, and, and that's know, a testament to who you are. And I didn't ask him to introduce me merely because he's a celebrity. Um, you know, I had Judge Corriera there who could have introduced me. Judge Pesci was there who could have introduced me. Obviously, either Leventhal or Cummins. But, I mean, yes, it is cool that he's Geraldo and he's a celebrity. Oh, the mayor was a loving Geraldo. The mayor walked loving in Geraldo. and everyone just flipped out. The celebrity and between him and Geraldo, it was unbelievable. And the mayor takes the microphone and he goes, you know you're in trouble when you got Arthur Idala and Geraldo Rivera sitting side by side. And, that and was, then that was, you made your speech by walking around the room with the microphone and yeah. Waking us, us all up, right, everybody, everybody. Yes. Everyone was pretty somber, but uh, thank you for working the room. And, uh, Joan, you're being really nice for someone who didn't get a shout-out during Arthur's speech. But she did afterwards. All right, right? all right. Yeah, yeah. You got a shout-out, dude. I did. I know, I know, I know. I, <laughs> you know what it was? I don't know. I, I did mess up. I should have thanked Joe. You did Joan. not mess I up. I thanked a lot of people. I should have thanked Joe. I but, was but busy. I need to thank Joe Rosado, who was the incoming president, who ran the whole thing. I need to thank Greg Sershione, who also ran the whole thing. And I really need to thank our guest from Friday, Frank Setio. Because uh, my ego is not so big to think that uh, the attorney general of the state of New York and the mayor showed up just because their friend Arthur Idala was being honored. Uh, I know Mr. Sedio had a lot to do with that. Well, I went up to, um, I, I happened to have met Tish James many times at your events and at my friend Betty Amamian's house. And I said to her, you got to be on the show. I can't get through to your people, so I got to get you somehow. And she agreed. Full, full on, and so did the mayor. So, and everyone was stuck behind this podium speaking, and that's just not who I am. So I grabbed the microphone, I went right out into the. I mean, there was, I don't know if there were seven hundred people there, but there yeah, was a lot, a lot of humans yeah. in that room. And yeah. and the, and El Carib did an outstanding job. Um, the Brooklyn Bar Association is alive and strong, and that made me very, very happy. And Joan, just real quick, what was the essence of my remarks? The essence of your remarks were all about how we're, there's not red and blue, there's not black and white, we're human beings. And let's all try and get love together. I mean, love is something you talk about all the time. And that was really evident last night. And I talked to your mom and your sister about it this morning. I had about a half hour conversation. God bless you. I love them. I talk to them all the time. Your mom brings me gifts every time she sees me. I love her. Very nice. So we yeah. got a minute left. We'll do- but you also talked about how what you learned was from the bottom up and be kind to everyone when you were at the DA's office and Joe Hines. It's, and right. Well, Pam it's funny because as we were right. you. As we're signing out here, I spoke about Avenatti and how well the bad things he did. And I basically said, I've been fortunate enough to have tremendous role models from starting with my grandparents and my mm-hmm. grandfather, Frank Piazza, was a lawyer, obviously to my father, and then through my career in the DA's office and then in private practice with the Santo family mm-hmm. and then with, with Judge Leventhal and Cameron. So I'm blessed. And you had like five as Jerry favorites. Crowley says, you know what's cool, Arthur? You're blessed, but you know it and you appreciate it. So thanks, folks. We're going to have a great rest of the week. Tune in tomorrow. Bye. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi.
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.